Jacob Duffy joins us now to talk uh, a bit of cricket. Uh, g'day, Jacob. How you doing? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you getting on? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Ford Trophy gets underway uh, tomorrow. And it must be a bit of a nice feeling being a Southland boy, getting it underway in uh, in Invercargill. Yeah, mate. It's, uh, it's a very good feeling. Obviously, I haven't been down there for a couple of years just, just due to some like, ground issues and stuff. So um, there's always a highlight on the calendar for me for growing up um, yeah, in the last sort of 10 years or so. So I'm uh, very excited to get back down there. Yeah, what are you expecting from the pitch tomorrow? Honestly, mate, I couldn't tell you. Haven't played in three years there. They got new ground there. Um, normally, it is very good batting wicket and small boundaries. So, uh, being a fast bowler, I'm not too happy about that. But um, <laughs> they'll still be good. Hopefully, he runs few wickets and, and a good day out. When you say small boundaries, are we talking Pukakura Park small boundaries or not quite? Uh, nah, not quite Pukki. There's nothing quite compared to Pukki. Uniable. Uniable is underrated small boundaries, probably similar to that. Yeah, all right, mate. All right. Interesting, interesting. You take on uh, the Auckland Aces, uh, walking them into the far, 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 far south of the country, mate. It's always good when you get the boys from the Big Smoke down there. Yeah, it is, mate. It's about five degrees outside today, too, so I'm sure they're not going to have a too, too warm a welcome. But, um, yeah, they've done pretty well in the last few years, and obviously Finn's moved up there, too, so um, he's a pretty dangerous player, especially on a you know, small ground like that. So, um, yeah, hopefully make them a little bit uncomfortable down there, but it's what it's all about. We had uh, we had Finn in the studio actually not too long ago, and Kempi was really impressed. Kept mentioning his guns, really impressed with his guns. Is he the is he the guy that skips league day and just stands in front of the mirror curling? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it was surprising, right? To be fair. Uh, those T Twenty batters, eh? They're all about the show, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I hear, I hear you, Jacob. Jeez, it's been a while, mate. It's it's not very often you hear of like one um, one player playing one town, one team uh, these days. But mate, what is it? Why why don't you move? I, I've read a little bit about what, why why you don't move. But in your own words, why haven't you moved? Why has it been so um, such a state, a place you wanted to stay at all uh, throughout your career? Uh yeah, in the last week, I've seen to have this question a lot, and um, I don't know. Well, I'm obviously I'm from the Cable, grew up down there. Uh, my family, my wife's family, all from around here, and also I've just never sort of thought of any sort of good reason to move. You know, some guys move for different opportunities, and um, for whatever reason, for whatever reason they think that if they make a move, they can um, have a fast track to the Black Caps or something, something uh, somehow. But um, yeah, I've just never sort of sort of thought that. I think Otago's been, you know, I've had all the opportunity I've ever had. Um, I've had good leadership roles. I've had good coaching. Um, quite honestly, I couldn't see myself living in a different city. Every, every other city is probably a bit big for me or, or something else is a bit wrong for it. But, um, you know, my life's set up down here. My wife's life's set up down here. And, and like like I say, the cricket is as good as, you know, yeah, um, it can be for me down here. Yeah, I, get... I do find it frustrating all these other people who have to leave and will think they have to leave. Um, you know, we're in a big, pretty big trophy drought at the moment and it's kind of no wonder when you lose sort of you know a key a key player or two every every year which is um yeah it's massively frustrating for someone like me yeah it would be mate it would be i, I guess you know where kempy's coming from with that question is it as a professional game you know we see so many guys now hopping around so they can get a you know a contract here to play t20 and a contract here to play this or whatever uh you know so we it does seem to be quite a um uh, what's the word? A bit of a gypsy existence, being a pro cricketer, or at least it can be. Yeah, it does. You're probably looking at what, sort of that next level of, you know, the international guys have that sort of decision to make. Um, I guess for us, sort of, you know, the fringe sort of black cats on the domestic circuit, 
all the opportunities to me seem reasonably equal um, across you know the six CMAs. Um, you know, I think even talking about guys like Finn and stuff, he he can gypsy around and you know he's getting the big bucks from all sorts of different leagues and he's got some probably decisions to make in the future around that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I guess for someone like me, you know, to try to crack into that black cap sort of cons- uh, team consistently, I think Otago is as good a place as any to be uh, to do it from. Hey, Jacob, do you think that um, trophies will actually change that mindset? I'm just thinking of, from my football career, like, it can't be the weather. Like, I went to the UK, I used to love the cold, um, you know, and it is really cold down, down where you are. Is it, is it more about, like, having a, having a team that they can keep their hands on and, and, and not saying to players, like, using us as a transition to another, another franchise? Yeah, I think trophies definitely make a uh, play a role in that. I guess you, you know, more players get selected from winning teams, I guess. Um, but like I say, if you look at who we've lost in the last few years, we've lost Michael Ray, Michael Rippon, Nathan Smith, Nick Kelly, you know, go back to Michael Bracewell, Neil Wagner, James Neesham. Like, that's a strong core of you know, New Zealand A, Black Caps sort of level players. Mm. That You know, you keep them together and you do win things. So mm. it's a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy when you're, you know, you're losing these guys out who want to go to a winning team. Otago's never, yeah, we're up shit creek if um, if it's going to keep continuing like that. Yeah. Luckily at the moment we've got quite a young core of about 22, 23-year-old batting unit who are all going well. You know, they grow up and learn and ex- gain experience together. Um, and then, yeah, so hopefully three, four, five years from now, however long it is, um, they'll grow up and we're dominating together. That's, I guess, that's the ideal result as long as we can keep them. Yeah, now, um, Jacob, you're, you're a part of the senior crew down there now. You've been there for 12 years, I think it is, with Otago. You've uh, broken Stephen Bock's wicket record as well. Um, you would have played with some great players and played with some uh, different types of leaders and different types of captains and things as well. Who do you think, now that you are a leader, has had the most sort of impact or you've taken the most from as a, as, as a leader? Yeah, great question, mate. Um, I have played under quite a few. I've played yeah, under the McCullums. Um, you know, play with the Wagners and um, a few of those guys, but um, I wouldn't really say I'd take any sort of like leadership sort of. Um, I wouldn't follow. And I had a great coach, uh, Rob Bolter. You know, the, uh, he's the coach of the South African team now. Yeah. Um, under him, he sort of he was the first guy to make me captain of that team. I was probably I was pretty young, I was 24, 25, and he kind of just trusted me to lead. You know, from just be natural, I guess. I'm not a sort of outspoken guy. I'm not a very loud guy, but, um, you know, he, he kind of taught me that I can lead in my own way, lead by example without sort of blasting guys verbally or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, that's probably who who I learned from the most, and, to be honest. And I think he's doing, <laughs> you see what he's doing, he's a bloody good, bloody good at what he does. So um, I learned from probably some of the best there. Do you, do you still find it when you're talking about coaching, you know, your limited experience that you've had with the Black Caps, um, when you go into those type of camps and, you, and you're coming across different coaches, that they do still add extra bows, uh, extra strings to your bow? Oh, yeah, definitely. I actually, um, I, was in du- well, I went to the Dubai tour prior to the, the Black Caps series in England. So I was on that trip. Um, I didn't get a game, but actually I had literally had one session with Shane Jurgensen, the bowling coach, and... Yeah, he he made a few wee tweaks here and there, or suggested a few wee tweaks here and there. And honestly, it's, yeah, it's just lifted me up. Yeah, I sort of feel like I've hit an, another level. Um, it's probably been three or four k's into my ball speed just from that sort of um, little trip and just working with him there. Um, 
what's also underrated is you get to bowl with, you know, you're bowling with Tim and, and the Matt Henrys and, and those guys who they're as good a coaching as you can get anywhere as well. So, um, you know, if you can share a net with those guys, you sort of, you know, chew the fat and, and spin yarns and stuff. And, and you learn a lot through that too. So, you know, I've always valued my time in that environment. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I love those sort of guys to lean on who have been bloody awesome, to be honest. They talk and offer you, offer you plenty. So, yeah, it's a good crew like that. Yeah, it's great. It sounds like the Fovo Express might have got a few a few clicks back, mate. What are you what are you throwing them down at at the moment? <laughs> oh, no, nothing nothing crazy, but you know my sort of role. You need to you need to be sort of that high end one thirties. I'm never going to be sort of the one forty one fifty guy, but if you're a high end one thirties one thirty five to one sort of thirty nine, that's sort of um, the pace range I want to be as long as I'm holding my shape and getting a swing and stuff like that. That's sort of where I want to be. Yeah, moving the ball at that speed, uh, yeah, makes makes a big difference, mate. You you got Auckland, of course, as mentioned uh, tomorrow in the in the Ford Trophy, uh, and you obviously are knocking records off left, right, and centre. I did notice that your first ever record for Northern Districts, so your first ever wicket, I should say, for Northern Districts, was that of Tim Southey, who was opening the batting at that point, amazingly for Nor- in Northern Districts. Tim strikes me as a sort of bloke that if you get him out, he's going to want to take the ball as soon as you come into bat. Um, did he get revenge? <laughs> I actually talked to him about this not long ago because uh, it came up somehow. Yeah, like I said, he can't even remember why he was opening the batting, but he did. Uh, lucky that day, I remember we got like 180. Uh, they got 180 or something, and then Baz and Neil uh, Neil Broom whacked it one down, so he never got the revenge, unfortunately. Oh, well, Probably has since, to be fair, but not that day. He 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 didn't he didn't get that uh, revenge that that Rick Rick is talking about. Have you ever got into one of those sort of battles like? Um, <clears throat> we've we've gone for a bowl, bowler and you've taken him out and you had a bit of lip and then he's come back at you. Yeah, mate, you play each other so often that sort of stuff happens all the time. I actually got into a good ding dong with uh, Kyle Jamison in a full trophy final one year. Um, well, I think they were bowling first. I got a few. I got uh, yeah a few runs for me as a twenty odd. So I hit him for a bomb and then you know I get a bit of chirp and then he comes out to bat. You give it back. Um, it's all good stuff, mate. Like yeah, it's all a bit of banter on the field, but. You play each other so often and you see each other so often and around these different teams and stuff that it never get too far. No, never never get too far, mate. Well, I mean, obviously you back yourself, you back this young batting group that you've got for Otago to go uh, deep in the Ford Trophy. Who, uh, you know, if it, if it comes out as you want it to and you're in the Ford Trophy final, mate, who are you expecting to be facing? Uh, that's a good question. I think that... Um CD's always very strong. Like I say, you know, you talk about a core of guys growing up together. They've got those sort, that sort of core. Um, you know, you got your Will Young, your Dane Cleaver, Blair Tickner, Doug Bracewell. They're sort of all that same age where they're all sort of maturing and peaking at the same time. And um, on paper, they're a pretty bloody hard team to look past. Ken um, Tabs, unfortunately, are always there or thereabouts. Um, said like a two. They, like them, they seem to. They said- seem to be. Yeah. Up there all the they'd time. Be your, they'd be your second best team, wouldn't they, Jacob? <laughs> Certainly my favourite team to beat. Yeah, I did. I did like that uh, that quote. There was an article that I got sent by Robbie. Who, uh, where I, I think uh, they were they were asking you about moving around, and you said, "Well, it was never going to be Christchurch because I hate Christchurch." And I, I think you probably garnered <laughs> a few more fans from that, didn't you? Yeah, it's sort of an ingrained thing we have down here. The uh, target on Southland, we see the shiny tracksuits up the road that. Uh, we never really got on with that well, so whenever we can get one of them, we sort of enjoy beating them. The silver tails, the silver tails up there in Christchurch. What's the preparation like, Jacob? You know, like when you're going from the four-day 
um, format to the one days. It's like playing Friday night footy when when we're you know playing Sunday afternoon. Is is it a different type of preparation for you? Do you get excited that you know you know it's all over relatively quickly? You do get excited the fact you don't have to spend four days of toil. You can just go out for one day and work hard for one day and then have the next day off, which is quite nice. But um, we finished a four day, was it last on Saturday, and then we have a couple of days. Off. We've only had a couple of trainings for this one really, but. And guys, like you chop and change between formats so often these days. Like I think guys are getting pretty used to it. You sort of keep your white ball skills going. You've all the old slow ball here at tra- and Red Bull trainings and stuff. Um, yeah, unfortunately we've had a bit of crappy weather, so we've we've only had one proper outdoor session before this this game, and we're heading down today for a, uh, hopefully another session. But I think the weather's looking pretty crap down there today too. So um, yeah, you've got to be on top of your game. And like I say, I think it starts a few weeks before this. Like you can't just come in coming pretty cold, you've got to keep those um, skill, the white ball skills up. For a bowler, it's probably the, the changing of length is probably the toughest part. You know, you're sort of probing on the fuller length, which you don't really get away with in, in white ball cricket. So adjusting in that way is pretty big too. Do you do you personally have a preference? I asked actually uh, Kempi this at the beginning of the show. It was like, you know, we've got effectively, say, four formats. Your T20, um, you've got your, your 50 over cricket, like the Ford Trophy, and then, you know, your four or five day stuff, whether it's Plunkett Shield or Test Matches. Uh, do you have a preference as a player is what you prefer to play? Yeah, I've always probably, personally, I've probably one day cricket is probably my best format. Um, I like that, you know, you get a bit of a, bit of a swinging ball up top and it's a bit of, you know, you bash your 40 length up there and um, you come back through the middle and you, you sort of hit a heavy length and tie a team down and then you got a bit of the hit and giggle at the end of the inning. So I quite like that fact that there's a bit of everything in it. Just your skills out in different ways. Um, I wouldn't say I roll out of bed like excited to play four-day cricket, but it's definitely the most rewarding. Like, you know, when you fight hard with the boys for four days and, you know, if you get across the line, like that, you don't, you don't replicate that sort of feeling. So... Um, each each sort of format's got its its pros and cons. Yeah. Twenty twenty is probably my least favourite, to be honest. No fun going out there and getting whacked more times than not. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you there, mate. The hit and giggle I've never quite found the appeal, the same as uh, as the other formats. Uh, and just before we let you go, mate, nine for one hundred and twenty-seven in the Plunkett Shield against ND to get you that record uh, of Stephen Box uh, for Otago. Your first wicket of obviously for Otago was against Northern Districts. What what is it? What do you have against Northern Districts? You just seem to, all the big occasions come against ND. Yeah, the ND bogans, that's what we call them. Just just there for the picking. No, nothing, nothing special. Just one of those things, mate. Oh, that is it, was, it was a cool day. It was a cool day. The lads, did, the lads put on a wee ceremony in the day and drank a few beers. and That was a cool day. Nice, mate. Nice. Outstanding. Well, Jacob, uh, best of luck in the Ford Trophy this season. Thanks for getting up this morning for us and, and having a chat. Uh, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, go well for the season, eh? No, I appreciate that, mate. Anytime. Cheers. Cheers. So there you go. Out of uh, the Otago vaults, it is uh, Jacob Duffy uh, talking cricket with Kempe and I.